0: Let's bring in Dan, the managing director at KKM Financial. He's joining us this morning here. Dan, welcome. Good to have you with us this Thursday morning. Talk to us about jobless claims here this morning. It looks like for the most part in line with expectations.
1: Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, still hovering right around you know that two fifteen to two twenty level. Uh, you know, pretty much in line with the expectations. Historically, uh, still pretty strong. You know, so we continue to see that stay in a range that would indicate you know based on Fed Chairman Powell's testimony yesterday. We'll see how it plays out tomorrow with the monthly numbers, but certainly the pre- preview to those monthly numbers have been stronger than expected as well. So uh, the job market continues to maintain a pretty strong footing in that would indicate that the Fed will continue to be very aggressive in combating inflation.
0: Dan, I wonder, as you say that, I'm, I'm wondering, ha- have has the worst already been uh, realized here? Is what we're seeing not only reaction to the Fed's uh, comments yesterday Uh, Obviously, there's some concerns about these China lockdowns this morning, um, uh, but you also have, again, expectations for a pretty strong number tomorrow. So maybe some of the selling we're seeing is kind of in anticipation thereof. And maybe uh, even if the number here uh, comes in really strong tomorrow, possibly that's been priced in at this point.
1: Possibly, but, uh, you know, certainly we're probing the bottom end of the range when you look at the NASDAQ, for sure. You know, when you look at some of the other uh, indexes uh, we're holding above there so far, And you're seeing, you know, some resetting of expectations in uh, other asset classes as well. The dollar now trading at two-week highs, uh, gold coming under some pressure. So uh, one thing that uh, I'm a little cautious about, Ben, uh, is that if you know if this is the low, or you know the market's already priced it in, or if it hasn't yet, would be Mm -hmm. the short end of the yield curve. You know, when you look at the two-year now going to 471. Now that, those are new highs. Uh, and so you're seeing the short end really selling off, uh, adjusting for the testimony yesterday, or at least the uh, press conference. We'll see what the Fed officials have to say as they start to roll out their talking points in the next couple of days. But the short end of the curve moving as much as it has, uh, you know, gives me a little bit of pause as to uh, is the selling pressure already priced in or is there more to go?
0: Good eye on that, Dan. I've got the two-year here down to a new low. Look at this, down to 101.22.3. So, uh, again, this has been what's behind uh, the selling we've seen in the indices. And here you can see that trend continues lower and uh, not uncommon to see the short end leading here uh, as far as characteristic of this trend, as far as what we've seen. Dan, speaking of, I mean, and also feeding Mm -hmm. into some of these concerns, you've got crude oil on the rise again, back up to $90 this week.
1: We did. Yeah. You know, it keeps uh, finding, you know, a a bit of a range here. Although, when you look at it from a longer term perspective, Ben, you know, that still to me, uh, it doesn't look like that we're in a significant shift to back to the upside at this point. Uh, It is coming off today. It's trading, what, 88.75, I Mm -hmm. think, right now. So, Mm -hmm. down a little over a dollar. But yeah, you know, we're seeing it kind of uh, test the the limits of uh, the recent range. uh, But it does appear. Over the last few weeks, at 90 is kind of the topping level, and then uh, you know, like I said, I think you know, longer term, you're still seeing a little bit of a, a deceleration, if not even a shift to the downside, from a trend standpoint. You know, but not you know, with some of the dynamics that are out there, that can change very quickly. Uh, it's being controlled by things, uh, you know, a little, probably a little bit outside of supply and demand, uh, particularly when you look at some of the things that are going on from a geopolitical standpoint. But uh, And you you see that in the other uh, commodities as well. I mean, look at what took place in the grains this week Mm -hmm, when, uh, you mm -hmm. know, basically there was restrictions. And then there was going to, you know, now that it looks like there's going to be some uh, uh, opening to uh, getting the, the grain shipped out of the Ukraine. And we just see, you know, now we're seeing wheat back down to the lowest level in the last couple of months, even after the big spike in the middle of the week. So there's a lot of shifting dynamics there, Ben. The one thing that I think needs to be focused on, I think Paul brought it up as well. Ah, uh, the dollar uh, is a headwind for commodities and certainly playing out uh, that that theme is playing out in the last twenty four hours with the dollar going to two week highs, and now we're seeing uh, commodities by and large under some significant selling pressure.
0: A complex dynamic environment, to say the least here, whether you're talking about, again, Russia, uh, some of the, uh, uncertainty in terms of demand out of China, the U.S. dollar, to your point here as well. But, you know, also, Dan, Dan speaking of demand, we've seen diesel prices heating oil. I mean, we are talking about inflation. They've remained relatively strong compared to crude, which has come off. But uh, for the most part, again, with inventories low, I mean, and, yeah. and it does feed right into the headwinds, not only in terms of what the Fed's been f- faced to deal with, but these uh, corporate America, I mean, uh, and some of what we've heard as far as the inflationary pressures they're facing
1: absolutely I mean that's a that to me is uh, what appears to be a supply issue uh, you know I, I'm not sure you know the diesel certainly continues to you know show upside uh, potential here and and I think it's just because it's just not as actively refined as you know some of the other uh, distillates and so that uh, is something that from a, a longer term and I said from a global perspective for sure I think is something that needs to be watched as uh, as that could can continue to. Uh, provide some uh, inflationary pressures and and heating oil going into the winter time. You know, there's still a lot of uncertainty surrounding, you know, how the supply chains are going to manage what's uh, taking place in Europe. And I know certainly the U.S. is exporting a significant amount of natural gas and other things of that nature. But, you know, is that going to cause issues for us uh, in, in the, the winter months? Uh, and are, are those exports or imports into Europe going to be enough to, uh, you know, maintain some semblance of order over there, because there's there's still a lot of unknowns as to how that uh, demand is going to be met.
0: Uh, we're looking at heating oil right now, holding above that 360 level, recently down to $3, where it found support. Traded back down to the uh, mid-March levels, but as I look at crude oil, Dan, uh, the test of 75 that we just saw down around 76 back at the end of September, that got back to the beginning of January level. So, again, these charts really speak to how here you can see crude, uh, some of the price decay we've seen, but uh, not so much in terms of heating oil, the participation thereof. Uh, you mentioned gold here right now a volatile session it looks like as we uh, get set for the cash opening all the way down to 16 18 30 is the dollar inches higher i wonder if that dollar continues to strengthen should the bulls uh, look for further weakness here as we've now opened up the door again to the downside taking out uh, an area where gold most recently found support around 16 20 16 25 ish
1: right yeah it, it, it's threatening too ben and the other caveat to that would be interest rates going to you yeah, know new time. highs but particularly the short end of the curve so you know, with the dollar running up, uh, two-week highs and interest rates continuing to move higher on the short end, as those are going to be two major headwinds for uh, gold. I mean, silver's coming down today as well. It's down about three and a half percent, but from a technical standpoint, still in a much better position than gold.
0: Just taking a quick look here, Dan, I want to point out because you did mention uh, earlier the two year and I pulled up the futures contract, the forward slash ZT. This is the micro two year just so we can get a look uh, uh, to Dan's point here to a new high and that could again, also be what gold uh, uh, is focused on here and giving uh, a little bit of uh, uh, ground for the bears to stand on at this point. We'll see if they can continue push lower here. Uh, maybe it's not so much a dollar story. Maybe it is more focused on rates here. Uh, Dan, appreciate you joining us here mm-hmm. and helping us break it down, looking at the number here and talking uh, about what's going on commodities. Is uh, Everybody's focused on the Fed. I think it's important to stay dialed in on crude, again, at 90. And to Dan's point, some of what we've seen in terms of grains tied to the geopoliticals. Dan Deming, the managing director of KKM Financial,